Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaka to You, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of November 29th, 2019. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Hey, everyone. Hooray. Yay, we're all here. Did you all kill your turkey pig and god yesterday? No. No, I didn't. I hate turkey with a passion. I didn't cook it, but I ate some of it, even yeah. for once. So, so great. Does your family just not kill turkey, then? I'm the only person in my family that does not partake in that ritual. Because I, okay, well, I hate that bird with a Well, your family killed passion. the turkey, so that that's regardless yes. of the point. But they partake in killing their pagan turkey god. There. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, with that, how have we been? Let's start with you, Luna. Um, so it's been an interesting week. I kind of broke my phone. I dropped it, cracked, and still works, even though it's shattered and glass is kind of coming out. But I got a new phone today. Hooray! So I saved, yay, I'm excited. I saved 200 bucks on it, but I still got $600 to pay off. And now we have unlimited data. Nice. Woo. That's the best part of any so, plan is the fact that unlimited data. It's so so wonderful. We didn't before, but the only thing we had to get rid of to do the cheapest unlimited data plan is our hotspot. So we have no hotspot capability now. That sounds me a little bit. So I don't know if that. I don't know if that matters. If you don't use it, uh, no, it doesn't, doesn't matter at all. But if you use it all the time, it's okay. A then I don't use it. I don't know if my sister uses it. She listens to this. She might kill me because I'm the one who got rid of it. But we now have unlimited data, and we're still sa- paying the same price. She'll she'll be happy she has unlimited so, data and not care about the hotspot thing. Yeah. So well, we don't have the hotspot thing, but we have unlimited data because that works. But I got a new phone, and I'm excited. Just activating it was a pain in the butt because I didn't read the instructions about turn your own fo- old phone off first. <laughs> so my activation failed more than <laughs> once. <laughs> it's been one of those weeks. Oh. So, but it, it's been a good week. Did some Black Friday shopping, but my wallet's probably not happy. Uh, how about you, Gray? How was your week? Uh, my week's been good, mostly. It's been very busy. Today's been, whoa, <laughs> like one of those days. I had to get up at 4 a.m. My girlfriend lost her phone in the, the local mall. Well, it's not local. It's an hour drive away. But uh, we we had to go. We had to be there at 6 o'clock this morning to try and find her phone. So I'm running on like four hours of sleep and I'm just like, oh, I'm so tired, but I'm really glad to be here. Uh, glad that to be with you guys. This definitely was an interesting week, especially Oricon wise. So that'll be a fun conversation to be had, but I'm doing great. I'm doing really good. How are you doing there, there Ken? I'm alive. That's good to hear. Yeah. No, I just got into a car accident like two days ago. Okay. <laughs> are you still sore? Oh, yeah, yeah, my back's hurt. Golly. Kind of, kind of a lot. But... How, how's your car doing? It's all right. Everything, it, it's, there's just like a dent in it, nonetheless, but. Well, I'm glad you're okay, bud. Yep, me too. Yeah, it's it's whatever, but I'm like, suck, it sucked all the fun out of driving. <laughs> I'm That's sure true. it did. That is probably true. But yeah, let's continue on to what we've been listening to. Let's start with you first, Luna. Um, I've been listening to, well, actually not that much this week, I guess. Um, I was listening to a little bit of Ando Yuko, who's like a Japanese pop 
folk singer. I don't know how to describe her music. Um, more poppy, I guess. She's a very interesting voice. I was also listening to Kara, and we'll get into that a little bit later, but they're a Korean-turned-Japanese pop group that disbanded in 2016. Um, I've been really addicted to their Supergirl album. It is fan-flippantastic, and their Japanese Best album is really good, too. And... What else was I listening to this week? It wasn't that much, actually. Oh, Crazy Boy. I'm still listening to Donna. I freaking love that song, and I'm about ready to buy that single. I have it in my cart, and I've been going back and forth. But that song's amazing. And I also was listening to some Beverly, too, this week. Going back to some love therapy. So, but that's about it for me. Uh, what about you, Gray? Yeah, I've been listening to LOL, surprisingly enough. They uh, dropped a brand new music video this past Wednesday, and man, it's a really, really good song. They've been on a really, like, a release binge lately. Like, every time I turn around, it seems like there's a brand new LOL video, and it's like within the past month, they've dropped four brand new music videos. Three of them were brand new songs, and one of them was uh, that, like, the Halloween uh, trigger thing. So, but the new... The new LOL song is called Look Up, and it is fantastic. It is one of their best songs of the year. And if you're an LOL fan, if you're interested in LOL, definitely check out that song. That That is a really, really good song. Other than that, it's been crazy busy as far as like family goes. But I have been listening to the Common Writer opening collection that they have, that they released a while back because I've just been in a Kamen Rider kick lately, and I, I really like those openings, it's, especially if you wind up watching the show, the, the openings, you know, they just kind of bring back a flood of memories like throughout the season as you listen to it. So it, it is really great. That was a really good collection. I would like to own the physical so I could get Kuga and Agito, but the digital version's fine, and I've been listening to that too. And that, that's mostly what I've been listening to. Nothing too crazy. What have you been checking out, Ken? A whole gaggle of things. First and foremost, the Charm Park released his new album, Reverse and Rebirth, so I picked that up. Also, Kieran G released their new mini album, Cherish, so I picked that, and I've been going freaking crazy about it. Honestly, I would like to see you guys give this a listen, because Kieran G specifically, I think both of you would really like it, because they are an older band. They... They originally were around since like the late late 90s. I think uh, I know who they are. So, yeah, early 90s to late 80s stuff. And their style is an evolutionary pop style. I think you would really like it. The guitarist is amazing. They just did a song with Yon Yon, that Korean girl that Syrup did a collaboration a couple years back. Interesting. So, th- th- yeah, this new album is really, really good. So it is I available exactly on Apple Music. You're talking so. about. Yep, yep, li- yep. It's been a long time since I've listened to them, but I know exactly what group you're talking, what band you're talking about. I'm gonna yeah, have to so. check this one out. I'm excited about the Charm Park because I almost honestly forgot he. I knew he was releasing it soon. I forgot when it was coming out, and I really loved him. So yeah. I'm gonna have to grab that too. The music video for Rebirth and Reverse is also out, and I freaking love that. It was really, really good. I know what I'm doing after the show. Yeah, besides that, nothing too much out of the ordinary there. Um, I did pick up uh, Sandame's... I pre-ordered their new single, 
more on that next week, but because the music video just dropped, I think like two or three hours ago, it was really, really good. Oh, nice. So, I didn't realize that Sondame had a, had a new much. music video out. I'll have to check that out because he, he, they do good work. Yes, 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 they do. It's really, really interesting. So we'll, we'll get more to this on to when we get to the Oricon, but every every week for the past three weeks had involved a member from Sondame J. Soul Brothers. Oh, you're right, yeah. Yeah, you're totally so, right. Mm-hmm. We, we had we had uh, L L I think from two weeks ago with me and you, Luna, and then mm-hmm. last week we had I forgot to mention this <laughs> crazy boy with Dona. Boy gone crazy. Boy gone crazy, and then uh, one of the other vocalists, kind of to spoil that, there is also on the Oricon, but we'll get into more details with that later on. With that. Let's move on to the news here. First off, this is the lovely six-member alt idol group, Empire, dropped the new music video for their track, We Are The World, on their official YouTube channel. This is going to be the lead track for their upcoming second album, Great Journey album, releasing on December 18th. And like several other tracks before it, they are being composed by the lovely Team Scrambles with... Kenta Matsukuma taking the reins this time around. But yeah, you can check out more information about the album on our site, along with the music video or released in three editions if you guys are so happy wanting to. Yeah, I've been kind of wanting to check this out. I know Empire has been hit and miss with me, so I'm, I'm interested to see how this music video is shaped out. I will say the still for the thing is very interesting. Same. I'm very curious about that, just because they're uh, the same. Empire's hit or miss, so curious to see where this will go. All right, moving on to the next article, we have Dizzy Sunfist is releasing their One Man Live on January 1st. It this is a celebration of their 10 year anniversary, so it's pretty exciting. I I didn't realize like Dizzy Sunfist had been around that long, but they're celebrating 10 years. And if you want to check this out, you can. It's getting a DVD and Blu-ray release. And I highly recommend checking it out. They are a indie corner alum, and they they I really really love this group. Like they they've blown me away consistently. I I genuinely love them. So I'm glad that they they're celebrating 10 years in the business. There's not there there's a lot of bands that have made it to the 10 year mark, but there's way more bands that haven't made it to the 10 year mark. So the 10 years is a milestone that needs to be celebrated, and I'm glad that they're doing this. So. And it's a pretty big one man live. Like they're doing like thirty seven songs. It's 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 quite a lot. So definitely check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very excited for this, nonetheless. And this is from their their concert that took place actually back in March, so a while back. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to the popular three member rock band Ameno Parade announced that they will be releasing a brand new album titled Borderless January twenty second. This will be their latest album released by the group since their album release of the Black Color back in March of last year. It will drop with 11 tracks total and will also be produced by Koichi Tatsuya of the production team Age Springs. And also, if you want to check out more information about the album, you can check out on our site along with the pre-order links. I've been a fan of them for a while now, just kind of in the background here, so I'm actually quite eager to pick this up. But yeah, continuing on to the next article, 
It is the lovely voice actress turn vocal Shuka Saito released the music video for her upcoming track 36 Degrees on her official YouTube channel. This will be a double A side track along with Pa Pa Pa. Actually, just got released this past week as reported. And if you guys don't know, Pa 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 is being used for the opening theme for the lovely slice of life anime Oregaski. Are you the only one that loves me? can check out more information about the music video and see the music video in question along with all the pre-order links for the single on the site but yeah speaking of which of sanda mage the jso brothers hiromi tokasa and yuji ijima announced that both members will be releasing two brand new albums with tosaka's album being who are you dropping january 8th and imaichi's ones being called Zone of Gold, dropping the week later on January 15th. This will be the pair's latest album release since Full Moon and Light of Darkness from Tosaka and Imaichi, respectively. You know, like you said earlier, Gray, this Tosaka's infatuation of the moon and anything circular is just mind-boggling. <laughs> yeah, it's really mm-hmm. weird, and I'm like, eh. But it's his shtick, and he likes it, so... Yeah, I don't mind that. <laughs> Both were released with a good hefty 9 and 7 tracks total from to- for Who Are You and Zone of Gold, respectively. And you can check out all the lovely things on our site about it. All right, now we're going to talk about a group that I, I love a lot. So uh, the Fantastics have actually dropped the music video for their upcoming single, Time Camera, which is set to come out on December 4th, so right around the corner. And... This is actually a really fun music video. I really, really liked this song. I thought it I thought it was a really, really good number, and I, I actually genuinely liked it. I, I thought this was a lot of fun. We have the music video. It's here in the article, so you can check it out. Also, there's a standard and limited edition, so if you want to pre-order it, you can do so on the site. It's really good. Definitely recommend it. All right. Next up. Miwa shows fans what a teenage dream is in her latest music video. And you can check that out on our site. It is the video for, of course, Teenage Dream. It is a short version, so you get a really good snippet of it. But that also makes me really excited for the single. And you can check out the track listing as well that just dropped. There will be a C- uh, three editions of it. And we have that on there as well and the covers have also been released for teenage dream storyteller which drops on december 25th uh go watch that video and also pre-order links are on there as well and continuing on up it is the lovely talented and up-and-coming rapper sodane announced that he will be releasing his first album fantasy club on december 18th this will release with 10 tracks total and include popular track Brighter, which fellow rapper Koji Koji also will be a part of with their track Hug. It'll also release with recently released track Space Shuttle, and all are written and composed by Sodane himself, with popular rapper Rhyme Tube on the producing helm. You can check out more information about Sorane on our site, along with the music video for Brighter also on the site, too. All right, next up is Akai Cohen presented their YouTube Live. 
those of you don't, who don't know who they are, they are a four-member Japanese rock band. And they did a little special treat for fans. Unfortunately, it was two days ago. It was on November 27th at 2000 hours, a.k.a. 8, 8 p.m. Japanese time. They had they were traveling across the country for their latest tour, the Fuyu Tour 2019. Yo-ho! And it was meant to promote that as well. Um, there are stream dates on there. And stay tuned because on that live uh, streaming they released all the tour dates for all the locations they'll be performing at so you can always go on their youtube channel even though it live streamed i'm sure it's still on there to check out next up is shuka saito shows her bubbly side with the newest video she just released and it is for pa 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 and you heard that that new single is dropping and will be available in three editions it'll be 36 degrees celsius slash pa 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 um, and it is the opening, like Ken said, the, the anime Oriski. And the special edition of that will actually include an exclusive anime cover on there as well. But go on there and check it out. It is adorable. Okay, next up is Korean pop vocalist and member of popular boy, boy band Shiny Taemin is bringing his latest Japanese arena tour to Blu-ray and DVD. That dropped on November 27th, and the Blu-ray tour is entitled Taemin Arena Tour 2019 XTM, and it is his first nationwide tour of Japan, and it was held between June and August 2019. It will be coming in two editions, a Blu-ray limited edition and a DVD limited edition. Both include a special tour documentary, MC Talks, 30-page photo booklets, and first press edition comes with some exclusive goodies. So check out the pre-order links, track listing, cover, and a little preview of that on our site. I'm actually pretty excited for this. So I am too, and I'm really glad to see the members have been doing very well. You know, yeah. uh, especially with their solo works. I think Taman's probably doing the best right now. Nah, he is. Uh, in my company, we had another fan event thing. That happened like I want to say like two or three months ago, so he's he's really popular that they bring him out to Hawaii every so often. I'm not surprised because a lot of um, a lot of K-pop singers they've been kind of doing that with lately and bringing him to the U.S. too. So it's really good to see his popularity is not just in Korea but in Japan as well as the U.S. So, but yeah, continuing on up once again, it is the lovely Fantastics from Exile Tribe. Just off of the heels of the release of their upcoming single, Time Camera, the vocal dance unit announced that they will be releasing their first full album called Fantastic Nine on February 20th of next year. It will release with 17 tracks total and will include all four previously released singles along with a new lead track titled Fantastic Nine. It'll drop with three editions. However, this is very, very interesting. At the time when I was going through it, I think Avex has been very stingy of their international releases. So, at the time of when I was doing this, CD Japan only had their standard CD-only release. That could have changed from the five days or so when I originally posted this, but I don't think it did change. But yeah, you can check out that along with the music video for Time Camera also on our side. With that, let's move on to this week's lovely topic. Well, I don't think it's lovely, but it's 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 uh it's uh pretty bad, honestly. So depressing. It's yeah, depressing. But 
Lunhun, why don't you take the reins with this one? Because I literally I do not like doing these kind of things. <laughs> so, um, I'm sure I'm sure everyone who's listening to this probably by now knows, as it's been all over CNN, MSN, any major news site all over the world. It's pretty much already been on, but um, Guhara from of Kara fame actually passed away, and they announced that on Sunday. Um, they have not announced, you know, they haven't given too many details. They announced her funeral and that it was going to be from the 25th to the 27th, like a memorial service for, they had one private one for family and friends and one for, for all her fans. Um, they haven't announced much more, but this comes really close to after her best friend, Sully of FX fame passed away last month. So this was a big shocker in the music industry and even though she is a Korean singer, you know, she was a very big Korean singer, but she had a lot of fame in Japan, as well as the group Kara did. I mean, Kara is one of those groups I felt like, along with Girls' Generation, who led the way for a lot of singers and groups in Japan. They were one of the early ones to go over there and hit it really big with their career. I mean, Japan loved them. I love them. I love both their Korean stuff and their Japanese stuff. And usually I'm one of those who's picky and, for example, like Girls' Generation, I'll like one version of Genie better than the other. Or I'll like Mr. Taxi in Japanese better than Korean. So, but with Kara, I actually liked both of their versions. I liked their Korean ones because it flowed so well. I love their Japanese ones because their songs flowed so well. They had originals in each. And, you know, those girls were all really talented. They all had great harmonies, great dance moves together, and they really showcased a lot in industry. And they have been disbanded since 2016, and a lot of them did go solo. And uh, Guhara was one of them who did go solo. And she was recently touring in Japan. She started doing that in, like, August, September to promote her latest single, Midnight Queen, which actually came out a couple weeks ago, which makes it really depressing to hear this news. Um, I feel like this was a big release because it was her actual first single in Japan. And for her to be promoting that, you know, around the time of her death, it's just really sad and showcases how harsh the industry is um, for everyone and that... Sorry. <laughs> And that, you know, um, idols are, you know, real people too. You know, they have feelings and they're sometimes pushed to their limits and it's hard for them to get the help they need, which is really sad. And a lot of them try to lead, you know, private lives, but they can't do that. And it's very unfortunate to see another... Um, another one has fallen, so... And I was a big fan of, of both Sully and uh, Hara. And I actually have a lot of both. I have a lot of Kara stuff and I have a lot of FX's stuff. So last month hit me really hard. And this month actually hit me very hard as well. And it kind of makes you, you know, realize that, you know, you don't think about that every day. And probably what they go through, you know, you're a fan of them. And in a way I feel guilty of being a fan a little bit. Sometimes, you know... Um, but it's just a very unfortunate thing and 
I think, you know, when you, when you're a fan, you should really respect a lot of, you know, the artist privacy and a lot of it's not just the fans, it's the media too. But I, it's just really sad to see something like this happened is I had hoped that all the members would kind of get back together, get into a reunion as Nicole and, um, young G and all of them, they're such good friends still. You know, they've stayed friends after the group disbanded. And, you know, I feel like that hope was kind of crushed because they, they still easily could have gotten back together and done something like a reunion concert or, or even did like a single together because a lot of them are still active in the industry. But just to see this, it just makes it very, very sad. And I really liked her Midnight Queen single. I thought it was very good. And I was looking forward to hearing more, you know, seeing her go solo and succeed. Yeah, so... it It's hard. These, these kind of things, unfortunately, it kind of happens. Especially with the Korean market. And because of how tough and how for, unforgiving the market is to its its stars it's it's just difficult and you know our our hearts go out to everything that everyone that was affected by this and it doesn't really help that you know Kara was they were a very very successful group they were the twice of that generation of several years ago and they made a foothold in the industry for the Japanese music, for uh, for Korea to go into the Japanese music industry. There, they they were one of the more successful ones, and it's sad to see that another one has fallen, so to speak. But it it's sad, but we kind of gotta continue on. And unfortunately, I really don't want to say this, but the Korean market that something has to be done because this is what the fourth suicide that we had to deal with throughout the since we started this show and it's all from korea i think it's the third the third 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 or fourth that we've we public that we publicly announced on this that it was really really bad (laughs) yeah and and this isn't i mean this is just ones we've talked about because there's another singer that i loved who who this happened to seven eight years ago and she was young just like um hara was and sully i mean they're all 25 28 you know and it's just really sad to see that i just feel like it's getting worse as of lately and i do agree that something you know it's unfortunate that something does have to be done and i do believe that korea is actually trying to pass a law called sully's law regarding cyberbullying on the internet to try to cut down on, you know, some of the psychological and mental abuse they have to deal with. Because, you know, that really weighs on anyone who is in the spotlight. And it's just something, you know, you don't want to go online and see that stuff about you. You know, it's just heartbreaking to know what pro- a lot of these girls had to deal with and handle, you know, and the rigorous schedules and training. And it's it's just very unfortunate you know we just don't want to see something like that happen again now it's especially for people who are in the idol limelight it really sucks Uh, this whole the whole bullying bullying and harassing thing 
It, it it really sucks. And some people, they have to quit Twitter because of this. It's just how the market is with specifically idols. And it freaking sucks. And that, you know, I love the industry. I hate the fandom. But that can go for any fandom at mm-hmm. this point. But the idol community fandom is the freaking worst. It's all of them are freaking stands. And you guys are you guys are the number one fans, and I freaking understand that. But you guys need to learn your boundaries with that kind of thing too. But it's it's sad nonetheless, and you know our hearts are to the the friends and family too were affected by this, and I know it's not going to be the same. Oh no, I'm I'm still listening to them in the car, and every time I hear a ballad, I just like. I don't know, it's, they had so many good songs, so it's kind of depressing listening to it, but their songs make me happy. You know, they had so many songs that I've loved, and just, you know, watching them and listening to them makes me happy, but at the same time, you know, like, my heart's breaking in a way, too. But at least they'll live on in their music, you know, and, and, I mean, they carved a great industry for themselves. It's just, it's just sad to see it end, you know, like this. Well, uh, I think I need to take a shot to cheer my ass up. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, just real quick, uh, I I was not a fan of Kara. I I never really heard of them until this whole thing goes down. So sorry that I was quiet during that segment, but uh, my heart does go out with the fans and the family and everything. And, you know, hopefully they can get this situated in Korea. Like, it it seems... it, It just... I don't know enough about the situation or how the markets like to really have an opinion, but it is a sad, sad situation. So our hearts go out. Hey, with that, oh, and like I said, I need a shot. Uh, let's continue on to the Oricon this week. Like we said last, uh, it's actually really different. The actually the Japanese music industry listened to us. I want to do things, and we we kind of have new things here. That we do. That we do. Mixed it up with a bit, but number 10 is freaking atrocious. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. So, it is. this is Frustration by SKE48. Now, I wasn't on the episode that you guys initially talked about this. It's still freaking horrible. From what <laughs> I you know, okay, so... I sat down with this. This is the week we, before I went to Japan. I was like, okay, I'm going to at least listen to everything on the Oricon so I at least have an idea of what to expect to hear when I'm in Japan. Yeah, no, it's pretty bad. And then I saw it on the chart this week, and I'm like, well, you know, I gave it a couple months that I didn't really listen to it. Maybe it changed. Maybe my opinion will change about the song because when the full version of Sentimental Train a year later came out, I was okay with it. It wasn't as bad as I remember it, but I was okay with it. I wouldn't kick it out of crackers. I listened to Frustration for 10 seconds and I was like, yeah, no, I really hate this song. <laughs> I I understand what they were trying to do. The rap doesn't help. It really, really does it. If they just took that whole aspect out, I I, I think it would have been it would have been a alright song, but we'll see. Frustration this week told a lo- sold a lovely twelve thousand eight hundred and seventy four points. And going on up it is Masquerade 
dance floor and after school by Ibanox, good old husbando. Well, I'll say this song was shockingly good. I thought it was really well done, and you wouldn't guess it's a husbando song, especially because like if you watch the music video for it, it's live action. Now you do never see the guys' faces, but. This is definitely, I felt like this was actually a really good song. I, I felt like uh, it had like a really good beat to it, and it was a fairly catchy song. And I actually had a lot of fun with it. It was a lot better than I was expecting it to be. I actually didn't realize it was a Husbando song until I saw the album work. And then I was like, oh, it's a Husbando song. That's interesting. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was actually really, really good. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed uh, it a lot more than I thought I would. I was pleasantly surprised. Regardless, Masquerade Dance Floor sold a lovely 15,946 points. And going on up, it is number 8 with Saika Yamamoto's Tsuyoku no Hikari. So, Gray, since you finally got to listen to the song, what do you think about it? I'd like to hear the full version of the song, and I haven't had a chance to see if it's on Apple Music yet, but that's one of of the things I'm going to do post-show. But... I will say I liked it a lot better than her second single, which is not too hard to beat, I guess. But I didn't quite enjoy it as much as her first. But it was a solid, it was a solid number that I did enjoy, and I I felt like it was really good. Now, you just hate ballads. I like ballads. We're gonna talk about a ballad here uh, earlier that I like. I was gonna say hearing the full song, I might appreciate it a lot more. So yeah, it it. I'll say I liked it better than her. I liked it better than her second, but not quite as good as her first. But I need time to marinate on it, and maybe after it sticks with me a while, I might appreciate it more. Yep, yep, yep. I really, really like the song. Like I loved it the moment I heard it, but I actually am more excited about the full single itself. As I heard the B-side tracks, and they are amazing, and I really, really, really want to buy this. Yeah, I was wondering how the B-side tracks sound, because, like I said, it, it's produced by Syrup, of all uh, people. Stay Free is really good, and Weekend sounds weekend is a lot of fun, but I loved Stay Free. I thought it was great. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to this, regardless. I am too. It is really good. I'm I'm waiting for the album actually, because of how the release of this was so close to the album. I was kind of just like, oh, maybe I'll just wait. Mm-hmm. I know. That's <laughs> I might as well just wait till the album comes out because the album's going to include this regardless. It yep, might not include the beat tracks, but it might include it'll include this song, which I ended mm-hmm. up really liking. But regardless. Tsuyoku no Hikari, so they lovely 18,085 points. And going on up, it is Daijobu Daijobu and Sanjo no Furukao by Hikawa Kiyoshi, the second coming of Inca Jesus, I guess. Here, here. <laughs> yep. But I think the reason why this is here is mostly because he will be on the Kohaku. And that is exactly the reason why he'll be on <laughs> this. <laughs> he is on here because he will be on the Kohaku. Because like all other Inca songs ever in Japan, this is only available physically. <laughs> yes, yes it is. But I think this is the first time you heard this song though, Luna. No, I've heard this one before. I was uh. listening to it. 
And I was just like, why does it sound familiar? I had to have heard this somewhere. But I remember this one. Uh, you know why? Because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of how big his, his Shobu no, Shobu, the Shobu song that he did last year. Because that showed up a hell of a lot more than Daishobu did. <laughs> it did. But yeah, you're 100% Daishobu. right. So. Shobu no Hanamichi. There we go. I'm just remembering it. <laughs> and we knew exactly as soon as that, uh, as soon as he was picked the last year, that he was going to sing that song and that he did. So I'm pretty sure he's going to sing a medley of both of these songs combined. Oh, yeah. But regardless, it sold a lovely 8,695 points. Hey, going on up, it is number six Dead or Alive by B.I.S. B-I-S. Have to keep on saying that now yeah so (laughs) i don't know what to say about this song i didn't care for it but you all are probably already guessed that anyway but you know what what bis and bish i love bis more than i love bish because they're just so freaking out there but the fact of the matter is with this song particularly it's what you would like to say as noise the vocal the vocal track is there but it's just so soft compared to the overall composition of the song and i kind of hate that now well, i don't kind of hate that i really hate that <laughs> you know w- with these things it's supposed to be like a perfect fusion of the style not one is going to override the other one and it could be just because this is the introduction to the new generation and maybe the new generation isn't as strong vocally as the past two and maybe that's the reason why vocally it just it didn't sound too strong i would compare that to their other songs but that that's just me me personally i feel like this is probably my favorite song that they've done so far and the reason why i do agree with you on all those points but the thing that I think I really like about this song is this is usually way out there in left field. I'm like, I don't know where you're at in the world. It's just so bizarre and weird and different. And, and that's great. But this is like the first song that I've seen them do where they exhibit any sort of resemblance that's called restraint. And I, I actually found this song to be very palatable. And I was able to listen to it and enjoy it because it was it was quote unquote more normal and they're not being like their weird oddball selves or anything like that. And I, 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 I would highly disagree with that because th- did you the music video, the music well, video is weird. Music video, yes. mi- mi- music video aside, the the song is still pretty out there. It's not as out there as usual, but it's still pretty out there. <laughs> like I said. Like, like I said, like, like it's just like they pulled it back a little bit. And that's why I appreciated it. Because to me, they've always been a step too far. And they took one step back, which is what I've been asking for for a while. And I, I, liked, the, I liked it. But what didn't you really... I really thought that, like I said, I couldn't understand. I couldn't even hear them at certain points because the song, was, the composition of the song, was just so loud. Yeah, th- I will say, like they do need to work on balancing the vocals with the music. But I, I mean, they they've always had like a that because... weird vocal style where they're they're kind of where 
they kind of sing piano even though the music's in forte anyways that's always been the thing but in previous songs they've been kind of better at balancing it so you still hear them this time they didn't balance it right i guess would be a great way of putting it because yeah there are parts where they're being drowned out and even though you tend to have like that that competing like soft vocals with with like grinding hard rock blazing loud guitar the um like there's a balance that's had where you can still hear the vocals while have that 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 hard grindcore guitar that they're going for so but like i said it's it's just it's just so like particularly for me but you know it's just so weird but they did pull it back and i know you've been wanting that and i think they I, they pulled it back because this is the introduction for the new generation yeah i didn't realize there, that they were on the third generation of abyss until i had to write an article about their new album coming out and then i was like oh wow okay regardless dead or alive so they lovely 19777 points going on up to number 5 it's Pretender. that uh, It sold 23,579 points, continuing on to number four. Yes. That, that's all I'll give it. Thank you. <laughs> Which is The Call by good old Color Creation. So, it released physically, I would assume, right? Yes. Yeah. The, okay. Yeah, the 20th was the physical release. So, that's why it's on here. But, yeah, it's it's all right. I, I, I liked it. Not much I can say. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good song, uh, like good power ballad. Uh, I I I love this song. It's so good, and the all three tracks on this is, are fantastic, especially Black Papilio. Oh my god, that song is so good! I have had this song on repeat since it's been available for download all the way back in October, and I I, I if you're a regular listen listener to the show. You, you know how much I have pimped this out. So I'm not going to sit here and beat you guys over the head with how great I think this song is. So uh, check it out, The Call. I, I, I will say I was a little disappointed. I really felt like it could have done a little better. But four, I'm not going to complain. Like, that's a solid number. They keep coming up, and that's what I like. So, you know, we'll, we'll keep rising and rising and rising. They won't stop us, baby. They won't stop us. Color Creation, six-member pr- proud. But yeah, the call sold a lovely 24,763 points. And going on up, it is Revival Love by the good old Chotokyu. So, what do we think about this song? Surprise hit of the week for me. <laughs> yeah, so what was int- what was very, very interesting about this song? Honestly, I didn't care about their past works. I, I they they did three singles. I, I gave them that three single buffer, and this is the fourth. <laughs> I don't remember talking about them the other three times, but I really liked this song. The song was yeah. great. I, I liked it, I, and I wasn't expecting it, but it's a really really fun number, and it's one of those times where I would I I really like the music video. Like the guys just look like they're having a blast, which always endears me to a song. And yeah, th- like this was a really just fun number to listen to. I really felt like they hit the, the points that they needed to. It's a good catchy song. The vocals are very solid and they harmonize really well. It just sounds so great to listen to. And I, I really, really liked it. I-, I felt it was a really good composition that came together. But yeah, I mean, it was all right. I, I liked it. It was a surprise hit regardless. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I was very surprised because I'm like, eh. And I listened to it. I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Yep, yep, yep. Regardless, Revival Love sold a lovely 27,769 points. And going on up to number two, it is Overdose by Hiromi Tosaka. Once again, another Sandame Jaso Brothers making the charts all in consecutive weeks. These guys are on a roll. So, these guys are on a roll. So, what do we think about Overdose and his, like, I guess Hiromi is, like, like a lycanthrope or something. I, 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 he could be like one of those moon worshiper people that just worships the moon. I don't know. But I, as far as Overdose goes, I really felt like that was a, it's a very powerful song. It's definitely very well done. The vocals in this are fantastic. They're very nice and smooth. Oh, yeah. The, oh, my the, God. The, the, the rap in the beginning is really very nicely done. Just the, the overall song, I felt really hit. And was a really great song. It is a ballad, but I I genuinely loved this song. I thought it was fantastic. And I didn't know what to expect when I clicked on it. And it was, I think this was the biggest surprise of all the week for me. Because sometimes with, with these groups, like it, it can be, especially like, um, it can be like hit and miss and stuff like that. So, uh, but Hiromi really, really knocked it out of the park. Like, like his vocals are just so on point. And it's just a really powerful song, really well done. It's on a very serious issue, and it is, it is. I I would argue that I feel like it should be higher on the list. Like I I just don't think number two. I don't think it sold enough copies. Like this this song deserved to do way better. It it, it is a solid solid number. I, I agree, and I really liked uh, Hiromi Tosaka's last song he did, and his last album was fantastic. So hearing Overdose, he did not disappoint, and I felt like it was very dark, but I think that was the reason I liked it, and his vocals were just so smooth and flowed so well in the song. That indeed, it was really, really good. I would love to play this over and over again. Yep, yep, yep. Regardless, overdose, so they lovely 36,093 points. And continuing on to number one, it is Watashi O. Sudukoto no wa Watashi. And Zenzen Okiaganai Sunday. By the lovely Anger Me. So, what do you think about this? This was a surprising one that I loved because I feel like Anger Me has always been hit or miss. This was a hit. I love the first song. Um, it's freaking amazing. It's catchy. They have great vocals. Um, I I loved it. And the second song was actually very good as well. It was a really odd one. It was something that kind of you don't hear in a lot of songs, I feel like, which made it stand out. Um, but I thought this one was amazing. This was one of my top ones of the week. Yeah, I really felt like Anger Me really did knock it out of the park this week, especially with that first song. That first song is fantastic. I, I really, really loved that song. The second song is different. There is no chorus to that song, which I found to be really weird. But it is one of those interesting things. And one of the things that they did for this song, if you look it up on YouTube, they have the English translation of the song as subtitles. 
So you can kind of follow along and you'll understand the meaning of the song. And also the English translation of the titles are also on the YouTube videos. So they're really doing going that extra step to reach out to a wider audience, especially a non-Japanese audience, which is always appreciated. And yeah, it, it was definitely interesting. I, I do agree. I feel like that first song is just far superior to the second. The second one, I, I didn't like it. I, th- I felt it was okay. But that first song was really where it was at. It has a really good melody to it. And the girls really knocked it out of the park. I really felt like they did a great job on that first song. Definitely one of their better songs. Yeah, like all their other previous music videos that they've released beforehand, they always include the English English to their music videos just so that they could get that international group international people in in on the know for their songs which is good because hello project needs all the help they can get honestly (laughs) and honestly i know i don't have the best memory but i really think like as far as like hello project goes me personally i feel like anger me has been like one of the more consistent performers as far as quality goes like they tend to do decent work yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's funny? So if this song gets into your mind more than Koi no Acha Acha, I think the song Koi no Acha Acha kind of failed in an attempt. <laughs> You're not wrong. Because that song was meant to be like, yeah, we're going to get into your head. Even Brentford got that stupid song in his head. because, And it worked. It worked. Because it's supposed to be like that summer pop tune where it gets in your head all the freaking time. But, you know, what Tashio's Sudokudo wa Watashi, it's it's interesting enough that it's a very powerful song, so it's not too bad. I, I love it. And, you know, Anger Me has been kind of hot and cold at, for me as of late, and this is one of their hot songs. They're becoming the, they're becoming the Nishinokana of, for, for, for me for their tracks, where I really, really love one single, and I absolutely do not like their other singles. Well... Yep. Gotta start somewhere. No, because yeah. I really did like Koi no Acha Acha. Yeah, regardless. It sold a lovely 71,457 points. It's kind of weird that it didn't break 100, but let's let's see what sold on the albums just a bit to kind of see that. You'll see what happens. Yeah, number one. <laughs> yeah no, no, no. I, I kind of understand why now. Yeah, you that's look at number one, you're like, yeah, yeah, that's why. So... Let's go down to the albums real fast. First is just little girls. So I don't I don't know. Anime girls. Anime girl, little anime girls. So six uh, down oh, to number that's ten. Nanoha. Nanoha. Yeah. Yeah, it's Nanoha. Glad somebody knows what that is. There we go. <laughs> yep, Mizuki Nana does some of the theme songs. That's how I know. Ooh, is she a part of the anime too? I think she might be, but I've never watched it. But I know of the series because of her. I yeah, want to check it out, though. It actually has piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. I heard well, it's good. the the concept concepts a song and character song box set got released at number ten, seventeen, making it strong because I've been saying them for the past month now, on here, with their seventeen volume three. Mm-hmm. Coldplay for some r- weird reason <laughs> is on here with their latest album. 
Never thought I'd be looking at that, but here we are. Sugihaki Colorful by Tokyo Ska Paradise Orchestra. I'm taking it at number seven. I've been highly looking forward to this. I'm pretty sure Kill would like this also. I was Frozen. thinking the same thing. Yeah. When I saw Tokyo really, Ska. He, yep, I'm like, he, oh, he, Kyo would love this. He really loves Ska, and I think he really likes this group too. So They're good. Yeah, they're really good. Uh, this, uh, Anna and the... Ice Princess number two original soundtrack. Pretty much, it is the Japanese version of Frozen, but it's the yep. Japanese title for Frozen. But yep. Frozen Mami two, no. the original soundtrack. Mama no. Yep. I think I didn't know Mama Day. That that lovely song. Yep. Took number six. I'm surprised because you know, Japan really really loves Frozen for some strange reason. Well, I don't know. I, the thing is, I was in Japan when it first got released, so I. Didn't know what the hell we Frozen was. We were all was. in Japan when the, when the first Frozen got released. No, no, it wasn't. No, it... For I you guys, it was... It, 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 for you guys, it was released that November, the year prior. But it probably got released in Japan. But no, but this is how popular it was in Japan. They were still showing filmings for it, even though the Blu-ray was released. Because... Yep. Then again, Blu-rays are more expensive in Japan, so it might have been just cheaper to go to the theater, pay the $15 to watch the movie. <laughs> yep, then pay $60 to buy Making sense. Yeah. Uh, one of the musical live reps for the Token Rambudanchi formation of Sambyakunen is also on number five. I've been highly looking up on this. Uh, you know, Token Rambudanchi has been piquing my interest because yeah, I do love swords. Going on up to number four, it is Traveler with official Higedondism. Can't say much about that. They've been killing it. At this point in time, I will highly agree that they probably took number one. Mm-hmm. As much as I love Yunezu, they they ruined it from 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 July. So it's uh, interesting to say nonetheless. The Shinoringo Best of Album also took number three. Generations from Exile Tribe, their Shonen Chronicles album took number two. And and twice, the twice the new twice Japanese album took number one. Can I understand now why the, the singles didn't do so well? <laughs> yep. And there were a good amount of additions to that and twice album as well, so I'm sure people bought multiple. That indeed, that indeed. But yeah, you know, this was a good fun time. I always like doing this. But regardless, you can find us on all the lovely social media sites at ongakadu on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the site at ongakadu.com. You can find our two affiliates, Kuryu Hunter. He is a Twitch streamer who mostly does horror stuff. You can find him at twitch.tv slash Hunter. K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. And you can also find our other affiliate, TimberTaff, where he is a Twitch streamer in his own right. He's doing that lovely stream about Pokemon. Boy, boy, boy. And you can check him out at twitch.tv slash TimberTaft, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. And you can listen to me and all, both of them, on our lovely little gaming podcast called Podosaurus, where they just rant about horror games, and I just say totally quiet for 30 minutes at a time. Enjoy, enjoy my peaks of silence. 
But if you look up Who Are You Hunter on the lovely iTunes and all that stuff, you can find the podcast there. It currently is also available on YouTube if you guys want to search that up. But yeah, you can find me on Twitter at OTYCan1. You can find Renford at RentfordD. And you, where can we find you, Gray? You can find me at Ongaka Gray, where I tweet about what I'm listening to. And what about you, Luna? You can find me at Lunaria87 on Twitter, Letterboxd, and my anime list, and Nerdy Collector Luna on Instagram. But yeah, I want to thank you guys very much for listening to this week's episode of Ongaka DU. Had fun, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a fun week. It, we had a good Oricon week. Yes. That indeed. That indeed. But yeah, well, let's say thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. Hope everyone has a fantastic week. We will see you next time. Jamatane. This is Luna signing off. And this is great. We'll see you guys next time.